Welcome. I'm Lauren McMeekin, Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist. And I'm Kelly Frankie, Associate Marriage and Family Therapist. And together we are Purely OCD. Yes, we are. And each week we are meeting to talk about all things OCD, one subtype at a time. We try to bring you a little humor to our discussion because let's be honest, laughter can really help us through some really difficult times. That is a fact. And this week we will be talking about relationship OCD. We'll cover obsessions, compulsions, and exposures. There's also Q&A at the end. So if you'd like to join us in the future, we meet um, every Monday at 1230 Pacific time on Instagram Live. We do. And important note, this is not intended as therapy or as a replacement for therapy. This is for educational purposes only. And we sure hope it is educational. And we also hope that you have a little fun. Absolutely. So without further ado, here is Relationship OCD. Hello. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Let me adjust this situation. Hold on. Adjust, adjusting. Adjusting. By the way, I brought I brought the glasses. Nailed it. Thank you. I got some of these blue light glasses, guys, and I'm I'm kind of obsessed because I've never. Can, had I, to show wear glasses. Can yes. I show you mine? Yes, please. I've had mine forever, <clears throat> but I never wear them because I hate the reflection. I so know. I just the, use the my regular. Okay. Okay, they're really cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like yours better. I don't know. I think yours are good too. Um, so, so hopefully this records today. I'm gonna be really bummed if imagine it doesn't. It doesn't. We're no, gonna have a no. we're gonna have a problem with Instagram. We're gonna, we're gonna have serious play. beef. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If anyone feels like screen recording this, JIC, <laughs> you know, because we don't want it to like go away again. It'll, it should Hi. be okay. Hi, Mackenzie. Oh, you're the sweetest. Um, so yeah, Please. so definitely. Okay, so this is not a replacement, a replacement for therapy. For therapy. <laughs> <Nailed> Educa- <it. laughs> education purposes only, folks. Only education here. Um, so yeah, so do we do we want to try taking the the basics of OCD again, or what do we think? Just dive um, in. Maybe we'll just dive in. Okay. So with relationship OCD, well, it's up to you. What do you, well, we could do a review at the end if we have time. How's that? I like that. I like Fabulous. That. Fabulous. So we just did a talk at uh, IOCDF on this very topic. And so we were talking about last week before we were rudely cut off that there are two different types well, actually, it's it's divided into four different types, depending on who you're following. So cool. uh, Dr. Guy Doran talks about uh, <coughs> type one versus type two. And Dr. Jonathan Grayson talks. Uh-oh. Internet connection. Gosh. I okay. don't know what happened. I think it was my my Apple Watch. Wow. It's okay. That's Get it okay. together, Lauren. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Talks about obsessive. Okay. Oh no, are we back? What's happening? Yeah, we're back. Sorry. Okay, keep going. Now my phone. I got a call. Oh my gosh. Keep going. We're going off the rails already today, guys. So, uh, type or obsessive jealousy and uh, and ROCD is the way that Jonathan Grayson differentiates and. Type one, type two is the type one is the anxiety related to the relationship being wrong. And then the type two is the partner centered obsessions where you're worried specifically that there's something wrong with your partner. Uh, Obviously there's overlap though. Right. Um, What else do we want to say about that? Should we give an example of type one versus type two? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So type one is the relationship itself, right? Is that what you just yep. said? Okay. Yep. So that would be the what ifs would sound like, you know, what if this person is holding me? No, I guess that's the person. What if this relationship isn't the fulfilling my best self? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that's maybe really there's good. another relationship yep. out there. Absolutely. And that's where there's the dovetail with or the concentric circles with existential mm-hmm. OCD. And in terms of the type two, it might be what if my partner isn't attractive enough or what if my partner's nose is too big and I'll never be attracted enough. It's always the nose. It's always the nose. Kidding. Always the nose. Could be the hair. (laughs) It could be. Could be. What if they're not funny enough? What if they're not smart enough? What if they're Mm -hmm. not faithful enough? That's one I've heard. heard That one. I actually haven't heard that one. Yeah. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that go into the obsessive jealousy or is that more like the moral aspect of it? I think moral mostly. Okay. And that was the, the type when I sawed, so to speak. It in the wild. In the wild. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Session gets pretty crazy sometimes, you know. Oh, does it ever. <laughs> okay. So, and then there's the, the, uh, <laughs> the obsessive jealousy, which is more of the fear that your partner doesn't actually love you enough or that they're interested in somebody else or that kind of thing. Yeah. What if they leave me? Yeah. What if, what if they aren't really attracted to me? That kind of stuff. Yeah. What right. if they, what if they're attracted to that other person over there also? Yeah. I think, I think we covered it pretty much, the, the basics. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to address int- where your location is, by the way? Oh, yeah, my location. I'm in the office today. I swung by the office. So Did you see what where... Kevin said? No, what did Kevin say? Lauren, I love that picture behind you. Oh, really? Why can't I see that? I don't, the last thing, actually, the last thing oh, I see bummer. is that Clever Kenzie waved hello yeah that's weird that's how it was when I did it with you before oh interesting this last time anyways it doesn't matter my partner took this picture it is of I'm not sure where I think it's in Idaho I'm guessing Kevin thinks it's like a a Tom type picture yeah well of half film or something (laughs) no I don't know maybe he actually dislikes the photo Dude. No, but I. It's funny though, because in the old office, I had half dome behind me, which was amazing. It was an ample. I think Adams we all print. do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> guy knew what he was doing, right? Right. But we digress. Okay. So yes. coming back, all of these different types of obsessions popping up around ROCD, and they don't have to be about romantic relationships, though. Oftentimes right. they are because it's a super central relationship right they can be with parents and their child Mm -hmm. they can be with friends um Mm -hmm. they can be with with god actually god right yes that's a good good point i forgot about that guy but again there's all of this double tail double double tailing oh well tailing yeah okay double what I was just going to say like double dip, like that they all kind of cross over. It's, that's such a good point. It's totally double dipping. Triple dipping, dip. So triple dip. But the, like the religious scrupulosity and the relationship OCD and then the existential existential and the relationship or the sexual uh, orientation, sexual orientation. That's a, uh, yeah, those two, they're, they love each other, don't they? Very they much. do. Yeah. Yeah. So common compulsions, should we hop into compulsions? Yeah, let's go into compulsions. So do you want to do it? Sure. Go, you go, take it. Oh, man. Okay. Compulsions. A common one we see is emotional checking, Mm -hmm. right? Do I love this person? Am I sure I love them? Let me check. Do I love them in comparison to how I loved my last partner? How come I love them more now in this moment than I did yesterday? Or how come I, I mean, then you're comparing of like earlier on too. Yeah. And do I really, is that really love? How do I know? And besides, as soon as you start staring at emotions, forget it. It's, you're not feeling an emotion anymore. You're just sort of 
picking apart some sort of an experience that's no, it's a mess. Right. Instead of a double dip, it would be like a double F-U-C-K emotion. (laughs) (laughs) It would be like, I don't even know who I am anymore feeling. (laughs) Why? Siri started talking to me. I'm so sorry. It's your watch. Take it off. No, I I took it off. It's okay. It's see, it's gone. Siri used to interrupt my therapy all the time. Mine, not my client. Really? Yes. And I don't even know why. It was always therapy. I'm like, what am I saying that is triggering Siri? What is that? Or she just want a piece of me? She just wants a piece of you. Let's go, Siri. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's roll. Let's rumble. Let's Let's do it. You want to wrestle? Yeah. I always want to wrestle with Siri. So, Mm -hmm. yes. So, checking emotions is no good. As soon as I'm going to kill my phone right now. (laughs) Because now it's saying low battery. Oh, my God. This is. um, Oh, no, Lauren. We should be okay. Okay, okay, is it? I think. If we have to talk about relationship OCD one more time, I might I not talk about it. <laughs> I know. I might never talk about it again. So if there's another issue with the the uh, battery. Kevin says, how in. does that make you feel? Uh, frustrated. <laughs> like we want to throat punch someone. Yeah, thro- that's like we want to throat punch someone. I, I feel... Just because I'm always telling my clients that when I say like an emotion is not an emotion, I feel like I have to own that that's probably not the want. I feel like throw punching somebody is probably more accurately described as I feel extreme anger, but I it's more colorful to say it as I feel like throw punching somebody. I like so, it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But do you have enough battery to get us through? You think? I, I either I will or I will in a few minutes I will or she move won't. around or, and I will plug in. It'll we'll work it out okay. one way or another. So so compulsions also uh, avoidance big one in this subtype. So uh, avoiding uh, watching certain movies or going out with people or even looking at men or women or the gender to which you are attracted or, you know, other people, if you're attracted to both or all. Um, Mm -hmm. Although relationship OCD can get tangled in that is like, you know, um, maybe I'd be better suited, (coughs) excuse me, better suited with this, you know, a different, someone of different sexual orientation. Yeah. And a different gender for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It, It can. And what other compulsions do we got with the, uh, the groinal checking? Groinal checking, yes. Right, just checking, good old see what's up, see what the, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, how you there. doing, buddy? <laughs> How's it going? You good? Okay, we're good. No, are we're we? not good. No, we're not. Oh, but we are, but we're not, and it's back <laughs> and forth. Yeah, no, it's no good, no good. Right. So, any um, other compulsions that we want to go over? Oh, I'd say reassurance seeking, right? Yes. Yes. So kind of a, a asterisk of treating our OCD is saying that it's a table topic. It's not a very, it's not the taboo version where you're not going to talk about stabbing your child at lunch with your friends, but you certainly would say, so Jim and I had a fight, not Jim from the office, although I would like to date Aww, him. Um yeah is, you know, we had a fight. What do you think? And then they, even if without even asking, they'll just offer, they just offer. They're going to share what they think. And that's, yeah. Then we're in doo-doo. Yeah. Well, and then you're just by seeking reassurance, you are actually aggravating your anxiety. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're not actually getting the temporary relief as much when you seek reassurance because especially because when you think that there's something wrong and you say like well do you think that there's something wrong Uh, immediately the other person's like well if you have a bad feeling about this relationship then you probably should reconsider it's probably not the right relationship for you 
right? Like that's right. the immediate, that is a really interesting belief in our culture that somehow any sense of doubt about a relationship is a like a bad sign. It's what? an indication that they're, right. Yeah. And it's a lot of pressure, like we talked about last week to say like, oh, my partner is somebody who's my best friend, who's yes. the father of my children, who's yeah. my lover. And who is, you know, my partner for life or whatever title right. you give your partner. Yeah, no, to have them sort of hit every single one of those titles is a lot to ask of a single person. And so you have to diversify your portfolio, right? You That's right. Diversify it. Meet diversify. with an investment banker or whatever they're called. <laughs> I think that's us, a- dude. I think we're the I think we're the investment bankers in this situation. <laughs> we're supposed to help people in diversifying their portfolios. Yeah, never trust emotionally. Your guts. <laughs> yes, emotionally. Yes. Yeah. Yikes. So don't emotional yes. affairs. Don't oh wow, we went there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Emotional affairs are are good. Or not. Or not. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> floor drop okay <laughs> anywho what were so, we talking about? I don't know are we oh, both off the rails today Toodle? I think we are I'm so distracted mm. you were saying something important though it was right before to diversify your portfolio well just that there's oh yeah go ahead no you please well no did you remember well that you said there's if there's any inkling of like a negative feeling or like your gut's telling you like mm, that it's indication that clearly this person is not like abort mission. Right. Instead of, Oh, wait a second. Maybe I just doubt everything in my life because I have OCD because usually people don't just doubt one area. I mean, it's, possible but I, I think it's, a, it's the exception rather than the rule in my experience is that mostly people with OCD in one arena have a lot of doubt about a lot of different things and so yeah like maybe it's a bad sign that I'm doubting my relationship to this person or maybe you're just doubtful generally and mm-hmm. it doesn't mean a damn thing who knows right right so Exposing. So reassurance, uh, do we talk about them all? Yeah. We, uh, Ooh, I'm going to throw in one more of my favorite compulsions, which is the Googling. Uh-huh. Asking Google whether or not you're in the right relationship or how right. you know. And all of the quizzes that for those of us who read, you know, Teen Vogue growing up. Or Cosmo. You know, or, or Cosmo or whatever. You know, those those quizzes that you take to see whether or not He's the right guy for you. I actually, okay. So uh, can I, can I derail us? Please. Of course. So I, I recently discovered TikTok because, you know, it's been around for however long, but I just discovered it <laughs> and I was watching uh, it the other day and there was a recreation of Sex in the City with one person who was playing all of the different Oh my, that's a lunch, lot of work. Except for Samantha, who was played by a cat with a wig, which was great. Oh, I wish fantastic. I knew this person's name so if I could plug them. Great. But in it, it they were talking about Carrie had just been proposed to by Aiden. And so they're talking about the ring. And she's like, I don't like the ring. What does that mean? And she's like, I almost threw up when I saw the ring. Well, it can't be a good sign. And everyone is going, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's a bad sign that that you almost threw up when you saw the ring. And I thought to myself, well, no wonder we all have this idea that somehow we're not supposed to have discomfort or fear around relationships because of these ridiculous expectations that are being put on us by awesome television shows like Sex and the City. And Disney. And Disney. Oh, Disney. Yeah. I believe, I remember texting with you when I was at Disney last, and I believe you told me to kick one of the princesses in the I shins. did. Yeah. I did. Did you? Uh, no, but I wanted to. 
Good. That's all that matters. <laughs> you did like a. I like doing like the air punch. You know, like yeah. somebody walks by and, and they do something mean. You like, <clears throat> after yeah. they walk by, it's yeah. so satisfying. <laughs> Just. Yeah. Well, I yes. thought the, the poor girls who were playing the Disney princesses really didn't deserve to be because that would just be scapegoating them when really right. I, what but I really want to do is throat punch Disney in the face. Oh, Disney's dead. Walt? But the company. Yeah. Says, no, I love Walt. I'm I kind of. But, you know. Like, yeah. A, I think he's good. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. This is, but we digress too much. All of yeah. that to say there's a lot of messages out there that are saying that we should feel a certain way and that we should never doubt and that if you do doubt well you better cut cut bait cut bait yeah oh i I I haven't heard that in a minute yeah i've never been fishing so (laughs) oh you have not not a fisherman huh fisherwoman Um, no well i've been a vegetarian since i was four so no you're a better person than me I don't know. I can't let go of the bacon, man. (laughs) Can't do it. Poor pigs. Anyways, I hope everyone's really enjoying this. Yeah. um, Tangent. Okay. Where are we going? We're going to exposures because I was just talking about Google and and how you can use that as a compulsion. But let's talk about what we would do. Or leaving a relationship too is a good one. Oh yeah. Premature. Premature leaving a relationship breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together. And with the seeking of reassurance, doing that with your partner as well and asking for them to tell you that, you know, is it, is it the right relationship? Maybe do I really love you? Which causes a whole other host of issues. Right. Okay. Like instability. You want to talk, you want to talk about exposure work? Okay, exposures um, would be, if we're going from the top, the um, avoidance, we're not going to avoid. Yeah, in fact, we're going to go headlong, headlong, headstrong. I don't know. Stuff. We're We're going to go full throttle. That. Into Into the the mouth of the demon. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, we are off the rails today. We really are. Pardon us. Um, Yeah, if you're avoiding sex, if you're avoiding dating, if you're avoiding double dating, you're going to do all those things. Yeah, and those rom-coms that you haven't been wanting to watch. You're going to watch watch all of them. You're going to watch them all. Mm -hmm. And you're going to notice that desire to check your feelings or compare with your life or ask for reassurance. And you're going to say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Maybe you watch a whole lot of sex in the city. In fact, that would be a good exposure. I just keep thinking of Jerry Seinfeld, you know, like all his dates, like, Oh, she has big hands or it's like, for Christ's sake, Jerry, just, just, can you just go with one? Exactly. I feel like that's actually a thing within the OCD community is that people think that Jerry Seinfeld had ROCD on the show. Not the actual person, but yeah. Good point. Um, Okay, what's another exposure? Would be bring your groinals with you? Oh, yeah. Just initiate sex, even if you're not sure that you want to have sex. Mm -hmm. And and notice if you're checking your groin and, and accept uncertainty about whatever you find there might mean. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I was going to say something else. Oh yeah. Sending like base level or like, I think some of the earlier exposures that I'll often do include just texting the partner more often saying that you love them love more you. often yeah yeah being more affectionate even when you're not sure that you actually feel that way just like, writing yeah, a love letter live. oh yeah yeah super mm-hmm. flowery ornate language mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i don't even know what that face is because <laughs> i'm just not like that but that's yeah. unrelated sorry it's kind of visceral I liked it. No. Good. Okay. Um, what else? What else? What was I saying? Emotional checking. 
Well, so in terms of the exposure, exposure for work for emotional checking, and you were saying with groinals too, is that just, in, I think instead, I, I, most of the people that I work with find it very difficult to not check. Yeah, so it's the association that we're giving it, and it's yeah, it's the um, just continuing to do it intentionally. Yes. So once you catch yourself in it, being like, I don't know what that means. Who knows? Maybe that means that I'm in the wrong relationship, and and that's ultimately the goal with any exposure work and exposure work within this realm in particular. You know, I don't know. Maybe I am in the wrong relationship. Maybe I'm with the wrong person. Maybe I'm going to live a lie my whole life. Yeah, maybe I won't know until my deathbed. And then I'll regret my whole life. My whole life. Yeah. Damn it. That's a bummer. Okay. Maginals, by the way, because we can't actually do that in vivo. Die. Like, look in the future. (laughs) Yeah, we die. (laughs) Well, we could die. We could, but I I hope we don't. Let's not do that as an exposure. No, Um, no dying as an exposure. Yeah, so doing writing an imaginal and and saying that all of the horrible things that you're afraid are going to happen are going to happen and then not again there's the response prevention not trying to figure out whether or not that's going to happen just going like well maybe yeah yeah um anything else or should we go into questions i don't want your phone to die well no my phone's not going to die i'm going okay. to figure it out um, yeah no uh, uh let's let's go to questions i feel like i uh, yeah I want to answer the ones that we didn't get to last week. So I sent um, them all to you, right? Did you get them? Oh, my. I have a bunch. Do you? Yeah. Like, literally, we're not going to have time to go through all these. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I must have, like, 20. I don't know how, but I do. Yeah. Um, one of the questions I got early on, and it's not in here because I had to ask, can you hear me okay? Because mm-hmm. I had to ask for clarification is, is it common for people when they get married for their OCD content to jump onto our OCD? Hmm. Well, what do you think? I don't want to say common because I think that's almost, it makes sense that it would. Yeah. Let's yeah. say that. Yeah. Well, because all of a sudden you've made this huge commitment. And there's expectation of how you should feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then and how well, marriage should look. Absolutely. It's like we were talking about last week with the birth of a child and how relationship OCD could potentially hop on to that with, well, why don't I feel you've, you've just you know spent hours in labor and pushed a large thing out of a very small area and yeah a hole you got sliced (laughs) open like it's just never like traumatizing or you yeah no it's like and then you're handed this tiny little thing that's you know they're very cute in some instances but they also sometimes look like aliens and all look like aliens they all look like aliens they're cute aliens but and then it's crying and you're like and but at that moment if you're a mom you're definitely supposed to feel an instant connection to this thing and feel deeply and madly in love with it and if you don't then you're a horrible human being which yeah right so yeah same idea right is that you've all of a sudden you've made this commitment to somebody and you're supposed to be in the honeymoon phase and feeling all of these lovey-dovey, glorious feelings. And if you're not, well, <laughs> then you just yeah. made the biggest mistake of your life. So says OCD. And you should probably figure that out immediately, right. if not sooner. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next one is, let's try to go from yours because yours came first. Mm-hmm. Um how to discern whether it's ROCD or an actual relationship red flag. If I push on this, will it? I think it'll show. It'll show because I've sent them to you. Those are the ones that I got, right? Yeah. Do you see it? I don't. Because... No. Oh. I'm, it's not showing it. Okay. You want to answer? I mean, 
you want to answer this one? How to discern whether it's ROCD or actual relationship red flag? So I think what we usually look at is, first of all, the idea of relationship red flags are generally much I think in culture, we think that there are a lot more of them than there realistically are. And so obviously, if there's something horrible happening, like there's verbal abuse going on or there's physical abuse going on, we don't want to advocate for people staying in relationships like that. But I think that there have to be a limited number of deal breakers because you're looking for the good enough partner, not the perfect partner, because the perfect partner doesn't exist no um and then insert dan savage here mm-hmm. he has a yeah. great talk about this and he's rather funny and yeah. he's really loose with his swear words which i thoroughly enjoy um but he has a great um kind of normalizing because i think part of it is like what you said earlier on is that our culture has expectations of how relationships are and I think in a lot of the ROCD work and just in life in general is we're relearning what a relationship actually needs to be and what it looks like and what healthiness is and um yeah based out of values and stuff like that yeah that helps yeah absolutely and I will say too I love Dan Savage's the price of admission and and that idea that you're choosing what it is that that you are willing to live with and put up with. And then also why you will marry the wrong person, which great article. Again, such a great article, very triggering title, but it's actually, if anything, I think the article tends to be quite reassuring to people because the well, idea is that nobody marries the right person because there is no right person. And, and getting away from this fairy tale storybook idea of, of love and more toward the active idea that, that love is a verb as opposed to a feeling. Yes. Good. Okay. Next one. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to plug in my phone as, as you read and answer. So forgive me mm-hmm. for being uh, flittering around as we talk. No, you're playing my role this week. It's great. <laughs> okay. So can intrusive thoughts affect sex drive? Well, yeah, of For course. Sure. Imagine yeah. thinking about what if I, um, what if I'm really attracted to my friend and not this partner? And then you start emotionally checking and groinal checking it's not really exactly an ideal setup for sex drive. Not to mention anxiety in general is a really a poo-poo on sex drive. It's not exactly an aphrodisiac, that's for sure. It's not exactly. Um, yeah, it doesn't really get the engines revving here. No, no, it really doesn't. So, yeah, I think, I, I also think that it can question your sex drive, right? When you're you're sitting there trying to figure out whether or not you're attracted, that you can kind of, oh, did you lose me? Uh-oh. Oh, my. Got you. Okay, I'm here, and I'm plugging in, so it's going to, we're going to fix this, folks. Yeah. Um, so, I think yeah. that, yeah, yeah, I think that we have cool. so many questions. Go, 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 go. Okay. Um. This one we talked about, can it occur between a mother and a child? A hundred percent. Yeah. Without a doubt is, do I love them enough? Like I said last week with Lauren, it was like I went on vacation and I was like, why don't I miss my daughter enough? What does that mean? Luckily, yeah. I knew that was a little sneaky fucker and what it was. And I could catch Freaking it. Bastard. Yeah. yeah. But it could have easily gone down that rabbit hole. For sure. Um. Okay, I'm going to go with this one. I'm just going down yours. Do you think it helps to think positive when I'm about to read? Oh, wait, when I'm about to mind, read, or assume? Yeah, I didn't understand that one when I rewrote it. Let's, yeah, let's, 
let's skip it because I don't know if it applies to our OCD or not either. Yeah. I mean, mind reading is a cognitive distortion. So we usually want to look at it in terms of rationality. Yep. And restructuring. Okay. Um, this one. Is it good to come uh, confront my partner or friend when I think they don't like me? Depends on whether or not you have any evidence that that's the case, I would say. You know, sometimes you have a fight or something something transpires and, and you want to address that. I think that's fine. I think maybe though, if if you're in the realm of whether or not they like you, that's usually not really about resolving something that's gone awry. So we want to be mindful right. of that. I don't know that it's ever a good idea to to approach somebody to specifically be like, but do you still love me? You yeah, know what I mean? You? Like, are you yeah. sure? <laughs> How about now? How about now? Are you sure? Okay. Never sure. Okay. So the next one would be this one that you sent. Does ROCD also include obsessive thinking about partner isn't over his ex? Also include obsessive thinking that my partner isn't over his ex. I think that could fall into the obsessive jealousy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And do they love them more than me? Will they ever be? Oh, God, I'm so triggered right now. Keep going. Okay. You take off. Sorry. Frozen. <laughs> so okay. the, now I'm worried about the, the phone dying too. Oh, I don't shit. Know, I don't know whether or not I plugged in, but I don't know whether or not it's charging now. You guys, oh, well, I feel like a dumpster know. fire today. It's okay. Really... You're being me today. It's really great. Did you notice I haven't even gotten up out of my chair yet? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Like what happened? I think I slept last night. We had a peer supervision group this morning. I was like really dialed in. You're, you're on. You're on it like a bonnet man. So, yes. so yes. So yes. Yes. It can hook into that. Okay, let's go on to the next one. It says, sometimes I analyze how I feel about my boyfriend and convince myself I feel nothing for him. Of course you do. Right. Because when this we is, overanalyze. Go ahead. Yeah. No, this is where checking emotions is is really just it bites you in the tuchus every single time, man. Tuchus, hold on the to your britches, folks. Yeah, it's yeah. If you stare at your emotions, it's unlikely that you're actually going to experience them, and then you get more anxious, and so you want to check more, and then you feel more removed from the emotions. It's yeah, no. Walk, walk away when you find yourself trying to figure out how you feel. That is the first sign that you should put it down and walk away. Um, okay, so this one says, how and when should someone tell their partner they have OCD and it might affect their relationship? Hmm. Um, I think that that's a matter of, so first of all, somebody has to earn that. So you right. don't. You're not just going to disclose that on a first date, like, oh, and by the way, I have OCD and it tends to hook into my relationships. And so I may start to have intrusive thoughts about how I feel about you. And won't that be great? That So I imagine that the person who asked that question wasn't thinking that you would just jump into a first date like that. But yeah, they could. Maybe. But. I also don't, I'm of the mind that you don't actually have to disclose the content of your intrusive thoughts to your partner, especially if you have ROCD, because it can be really destabilizing to the relationship as this right. independent entity. All of a sudden it's like, oh, but are they actually having that thought right now? In fact, we've worked with people who um, are in relationships and, and who play off of each other like that that are afraid that they're having those intrusive thoughts. So, Yes. And in fact, we want to discourage it entirely and more say, lang use language like I'm feeling rather anxious right now instead of I'm having thoughts on whether or not I want to have sex with you tonight because you kind of aren't as attractive as you were last night. And I'm sort of questioning the entire validity of our relationship <laughs> and, and considering whether or not I want to leave you. Like that's not right. a good plan. But at the same token, asking for support from the person in your life who's supposed to 
you know, be a, a steady, a steadier, somebody who um, a stabilizer, stabilizer. There <laughs> we go. Stabilizer. Uh, that it's okay to say I'm feeling anxious and could you hold my hand because it's very difficult right now to tolerate this feeling. I need help. Yes. Great response, Lauren. Nailed it. Thanks. Am I getting <laughs> back into my body? Apparently. You're totally here. There's a lot we've already answered. So it says like curious about the uh, various ways it manifests. We kind of went over that. Mm -hmm. um, and then this one can relationship OCD trickle down into friendships? A hundred percent it can. Yeah. Um, Any relationship. Sure we talked, didn't we talk about it last week affecting our friendships from time to time? Right. Of course. <laughs> I mean, on more than Are one okay? level. Right. <laughs> on a lot of levels. <laughs> on a lot of levels. You okay. Yeah. But are you, do you, do you feel like How me? come I have more fun with you <laughs> than I do with other people? What's that about? <laughs> That, that should that thought should go really well that yeah really pan out yeah. um okay so this is the okay wait this is the question we already answered about marriage that it makes sense our ocd jumps after getting married um well and at any level of commitment i'm just gonna as you're looking through for mm -hmm. another question that 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 can happen so if you are trying to figure out whether or not you're exclusive or whether or not you're going to get engaged or these are all moments in time where it's it's not surprising when ROCD takes a big bite out of it. Okay so this one says is wanting closure in relationships with people in general an OCD trait and is hold on it got cut off and is closure even real? No, closure is not real in my mind. No, I, I don't I don't think it is either. I think that it's a nice illusion that we neatly package things up and walk away at a certain point, but I, I don't think it generally works that way. No. Yeah, it's just, is it enough closure to move on with my life? Um, yeah. Like we were talking about this morning about grieving. I think we talked about it earlier. Yeah, we did not when we were talking life. about supervision. And I think last week we were talking about it in terms, maybe in terms of arguments and maybe this is yeah, just yeah. another conversation maybe. that I was having. Yeah. That when you, when somebody with OCD argues, there's this tendency to want to resolve the argument perfectly and, and be able to walk away from it. And, and that's also not learning to tolerate that arguments don't get neatly wrapped up in relationships is often an important component in treatment. Okay, next one. Should I confront my partner when I have maybe, hey, I don't like them thoughts? I want to know more about that question, I think. Like, is it? In some instances, if your partner does something that you don't like and it would be productive to have a dialogue with them saying, hey, my feelings got hurt or um, I, I didn't like that you said that in that way. It then sounds it like it's the maybe I don't like them thought. Right. So that's so I confronting suppose. is I think it's saying, do you tell them? hey, I just had a thought or I don't like, you know what I mean? I don't. I don't think that that's generally advisable. No, I think that no. would be harmful to both parties. Yeah. Um, sorry, there's so many I'm trying to uh, filter no, no. through. I can't believe how many questions we got. Oh. Um, I miss being able to see the feed of people. I know. I'm sorry. It usually works. I don't know. Okay. So this one says, how do you prepare your partners about how to help support someone with ROCD? Well, go. how to prepare your partners about how to help support someone with ROCD? I guess I'm a little confused. I need a little clarification on what specifically you meant. I can make an assumption. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the person meant Cause for it, either. Because you're saying preparing a partner so it makes it sound like you're the sufferer of ROCD. And at the same token, you're saying, how do you support them? And I don't think that that's mm -hmm. necessarily your job per se, no. other than being very clear with where the boundaries are on when to disclose, what to disclose. Um, I don't know. Does that... I kind of took it as how how do you prepare a partner to to navigate and and support the OCD sufferer? Oh, um, I see. Reversed. Okay. Yeah. And so I, I think a lot of that is in what we've been talking about with not necessarily diving into content with your partner um, and instead coming up with languaging around, you know, when I'm triggered. I get anxious, it would be helpful if you could support me in, in feeling the anxiety while encouraging me to also drop any sort of active mental rumination. Right. And also kind of what we touched on earlier is we don't want to encourage our partners to be like, oh, are you having thoughts about me though? Because I've seen, we've seen mm -hmm. um, yeah. couples where on the other end, they push more and it's like, you have to recognize this person has OCD and that you got to stay in your lane, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't be asking. Don't mm -hmm. be trying to figure out whether or not your partner's having anxious thoughts. That's none yet. And there, there's that's none yet. And I think a golden rule for anyone who's going through any type of um, rough moment can be, how can I best support you in this moment? Um, I don't think you can go really go wrong in that question. Yeah. Either. Okay, maybe a few more. Yeah. Um, running out of time. We kind of went over this. Uh, when is ROCD valid doubts or how to differentiate? Or do we want to yeah, go deeper I, I mean, into I, that I, one? Well, we could talk a little bit about values. Yeah, too, that's what I was that. thinking. You want to take, take the floor? Or no? I, I'll no, go, I I'll can. Go. Yeah, let's, let's go together. Let's go together. Let's do that, it. Let's hold hands doing it. Hold hands. Values are your heart's deepest desire and the kind of person that you want to be in the world and how right. you want to remember yourself at the end of your life. You'd be like, this is, or how you want to be remembered by others. Like, This is the kind of person that I want to be. And so making choices that are consistent with your values is also a really important part in addition to what we were already talking about with regard to, okay, if there's some pretty significant issue with the relationship, something that's, you know, like an abuse of, of some sort, then we don't necessarily want to, to just accept that that's going on because that's, that's not inherent to all relationships. But with we can still check in regarding yeah. what the, on the other, this other piece of like, well, what's important to us and how, like, how do we want to be in relationship can be a helpful pivot there. Right. Exactly. And also differentiating goals and values. Goals are something you can cross check off. off. Yeah. And values are your forevers. Yeah. They're the things that you can bring to any situation. Although OCD can attack those two and say, sure are you can. sure that's your value? Are you sure? We talked about that last week in the midweek. Sure? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, is that really yeah. your value or maybe you're going to live a lie for your whole life? That, OCD just really likes to hang that one over your head, doesn't it? It's like, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, and also I think when you are living with ROCD and it's unchecked and unmanaged and it's it's maybe not the best decision to try to differentiate right in this moment between uh, doubts and real, right? Like, I don't think that that's exactly helpful. While it seems like that's the average person would be able to do that, you have OCD. And with OCD, we're going to find ourselves in deep doo-doo. So, yeah. So don't maybe, maybe hold a therapist's hand on the way through whether right. or not there's, you need to figure that out right now. And if it's not urgent, then, and it's feeling urgent, it probably makes sense to take the leap. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And ironically, 
the less you try to figure out whether this is a real deal breaker differentiating between the two, the more clear things become. Isn't yep. that interesting? It is interesting. Okay. Um, let's go with this one. And then I think we're probably gonna, I'm gonna run out of time. Um, okay. Can asking my partner, uh, can I ask my partner if I don't like their, my compulsion? Can asking my partner if they don't like me compulsion? Oh, can asking my partner if they don't like me a compulsion? Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I've, yeah. I've worked with people with ROCD whose primary obsession is whether or not their partner is adequately attracted or likes them enough or whether or not there would be another partner who would be better, which sort of falls into the obsessive jealousy and, and 100% it can go to, do you like me? Are you sure? You know? like me? Are you sure? Did I annoy you? Maybe I annoyed you. Oh no, I annoyed you. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, you laughed at that person more than you laugh at me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you don't like me enough. Probably yeah. not. So, oops. So I think, I, I think I got rid of them. The questions. Okay. Very um, good. Let's see if this. Truly. Uh, and thanks for putting up with all of my shenanigans today with the <laughs> recording. <laughs> Dude, it's solid. I mean, now I know how I feel and I actually find it entertaining or how you feel. <laughs> But, you know, yeah, no, I don't got to have intermissions. Yeah, well, there you go. You got to you got to get off the rail from time to time, Toodle. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. And uh, we'll we'll pick a new topic next week. And uh, we hope you'll join us then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good to Mm -hmm. see all of you. (laughs) Farewell. Farewell. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Just as a reminder, this podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended as a replacement for therapy. If you need further support, we encourage you to seek treatment with a registered professional who specializes in OCD. And if you have a moment, we'd love to hear what you think. Feel free to leave us any feedback by reviewing us on your podcast app of choice. Remember, this podcast is for you, so please let us know what you'd like to hear. We want to make our message as helpful as it can be. We hope you will join us in the future as we continue our discussion on all things OCD.